Hello and welcome to the Women's Rugby League podcast. Today I'm joined by... Chloe Wainwright-Morley, play for Bradford Bulls and an halfback. Where did your journey in rugby league begin? How did you first fall in love with the sport? Um, so it takes me back to my, my childhood days. I was roughly about three or four years old and I've got an older brother um, and he, they set up a junior team at West Leeds Sports and Social Club at West Leeds Eagles. Um, so my mum used to take us down there to obviously she used to take my brother um, to train and we just, me and my little brother just started joining in um, and it just started from there really and it started working up through West Leeds um, played there until I was like 11, 12 until girls couldn't carry on playing with the boys and um, I stopped playing rugby for a while then um, but it all started down at West Leeds, I had a break from it um, and then went back about 15, 16 years old, went to Stanley. Um, I started my open age career there um, and I've been there ever since until the last couple of years before I went to Bradford but um, won a lot of lot of trophies with Stanley, a lot of, most of my open age career has been there um, so a lot of time spent with both Wesley's and Stanley and it's been enjoyable for both teams. That's it, Stanley are such a good team, the fact that they hold their own in the championship with no, no male professional team. Or semi-professional team above them. Yeah, I mean it, it's a quality setup, and, and anyone can comment on that. Um, you, you look at they start from from the younger age, and, and they set up throughout the ranks. And now, obviously, they've got a strong women's team, men, men's first team are doing well in um, in their league. And I remember going back a couple of seasons where we were struggling to get 10, 11 players, and we were still going out and putting an, an eight-minute performance and getting them wins and going unbeaten in seasons. And um, and it's just something about that club. It's just got such a good mentality, and you're always proud to put on that shirt, regardless whether you've got ten players or you've got eighteen players. And it, it, it is just a quality setup, and it, you end up just being proud to play for the club. So, good time at Stanley then, winning winning quite a few things. Good players in your team as well. So, what what trophies or what accolades did you pick up all at Stanley? Um, we've won quite a few. We've quite, we've lost silverware to be funny. Uh, to be honest, over the over the years, we've won we've won the the challenge. No, well, not the challenge cup. Like the the cups that we've got in the league, we've won we've won the league. Um, and every every year we've always been in in the top three um, contenders, even before it even split to go to the Super League. And we were always challenging like the likes of Fev, um, you were Brand of Bradford Thunderbirds before they turned in the Super League, and we were always up there challenging and far away before they went to St. Helens. And we always used to give them a good game, and they always used to hate coming to us. Um, and then we just stuck together with the same group of uh, players that, that went through the years, season by season. And it was just, we just got this, we just gelled. And that's why I said, when we were, even when we went down to 10 players, we knew we could rely on someone to be there. and and that, I think that just pulled us through to winning that silverware, and um, we've, we've made it to like the, the Shield finals. If we didn't get through to the cup, we, we were always at some sort of final near enough every year, and and it, it just shows that hard work it does pay off. And and if you believe in your teammates, and success is is everything. So, good times there. That leads us on nicely to your decision to go to Bradford. How did that come about? Um. It was it was like the second year of the Super League, and um, like I say, I, I love playing amateur rugby. Well, I, I love playing rugby regardless, and I just thought it was uh, that time to take that next step and, and and take it up 
a level in my career and and see if I could play up there with the top the top teams. I mean, we've been playing against them anyway, regardless before Super League started. And I thought I'll I'll give it a shot now, and it was just it was just my time to go. And I was like, I'm not getting any younger. Let's let's be honest. Uh, I'm knocking on a bit now. Um, so I just thought if I don't go now, I'll never go, and and I'll always regret that decision if I didn't go. Um, so yeah, it would it was just my time to to take that step, and I'm I'm glad I took it really. How have you found your time at Bradford then? Um, yeah, I've loved every minute of it. Um, coming into the season in 2019, um, new setup for me. Um, we recruited quite well and, and playing with with players at, at a very high standard that had been playing for quite a few years and and, I, and got that experience and it was it was just something like I've never played before um, and you could see the step up from from amateur to going into Super League just the way. It were conditioned and things like that, and it was just like, the group that we had was really good. And though, obviously, we're coming back from the the year after the the had a successful season and and recruiting, and you didn't feel like you were an outsider that you were welcomed straight away. And it was just a really good setup, and and it was like really professional, and you felt like that you you had reached that step step up, and it was really good. So. Okay, in terms of the amount of players that Bradford lost in that pre-season. Went from a, a triple crown team yeah. to Women's Super League expands, people move to teams nearer to home or to the team they were supporting to begin with. You guys have come in to fill that void. You're still very experienced. You've still played at that level. How was meeting the expectation of being a Bradford Bulls player? Um, it was it were good. It were like obviously it were an honour to play for them and, and obviously you were you were filling big shoes for the, the amount of players that they did lose um to go to various different teams or for what reason that they, that they weren't playing anymore and um it, there were a bit of pressure because obviously they'd won everything the season before um and obviously we still had to contend there were there were new teams in the Super League and it was like how they were gonna contend but End of the day, it's a game of eighty minutes, and it's all what happens in that game. And, and regardless, you you still got your teammates to your side, so and it will it will good to have that trust and um, to look at the left and the right and know that you, you're in that game together, regardless of the scoreline. And it was just that unity that you needed, um, and you felt like every game that you played, regardless of what scoreline won, it was just it was just nice to be part of. So, you're injured at the moment. Yeah. What what has happened with your injury? Um, so I got injured um, in a training session last year. Um, had a couple of scans on it. Thought I'd uh, ruptured my ACL. Um, found out I'd got no cartilage left in my knee. Um, so I ended up having surgery just November, just gone. Um, managed to save the ACL. I just trimmed it and, re- and just smoothened it out and repaired it that way. Um, but then I had to have like um, a micro fracture, uh, which would drill in holes into the fibre to try and create new cartilage. Um, so cu- currently recovering from that and. Um, three months after surgery so it's getting by um yeah not a lot of run for another three and a half months at the moment which is which is pretty bad now hopefully we're getting back towards the end of the season yeah i'm hoping to get a couple of games in before the season's over well that's the aim anyway question time (laughs) right question number one which players male or female did you look up to the most when you was growing up um so and this, is, this sounds bad playing for Bradford, but um, all my life, uh, Rhinos fan, um, 
probably most person I've looked up to, Danny Maguire, the way that he used to lead the field. Uh, being an half part myself, used to just keep my eyes on him most of the games because I used to be a season ticket holder. And the way that he just he used to run at the line, he organised the field, and he was just basically a playmaker. And I think that just encouraged me. I wanted to be that player, um, and it, it's paid off so far. <laughs> yeah, because he was one of them rare things. He was an organiser who fi- was a finisher as well. Yeah, yeah. Wh- which normally get, you get one or the other, but to do both is. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing for me. Like I, I love being the organiser. I love like setting up players and, and watching them pull off, and and sometimes being on the like the receiving end once you've pulled a play off and, and being that support to finish it. And um, it, it's just it was just nice to watch, um, especially being a Rhinos fan and um, seeing the success that, that that the team had when he was in it. And it was just something to look forward, to, like look up to, and say that like, I want to be that one day. Question number two. Which stadiums are your favourite to play at? Um, well, we've been fortunate to play at a few. Obviously, playing at Zubli, you've got the likes playing at Totally Wicked Stadium, which is, is a great setup um, down at St. Helens. It's, it's really good pitch there, nice layout, um, nice and flat. Um, played at Fev. It's a bit it's a bit steep whether you like to play on inclines or not, um, but it's still a stadium. Playing at Odsall. Great stadium, that um, just the when even though there's no crowds in there, the atmosphere is is something else, and it's it's always something that I always used. Obviously, Leeds and Bradford rivals growing up, it's always something that I'd like. I'd want to play on that pitch one day, even though I'm not a Bradford fan. Um, and I, I've thoroughly enjoyed playing on that pitch. Um, played, I've been fortunate to play at Edinburgh as a kid, um, but one day I would like to play a, a, an 80 minute game on there. That'd be nice. Um, and Stan- to be fair, Stanley Pitch is probably one of the yeah, nicest I've played. Good setup there. If, yeah, not, even though it's not a stadium, the pitch is maintained so well, and it's regardless whether it's rain, snowed, or if it's hard or anything, it's still such a nice ground to play on. Um, but yeah, also one obviously playing there last season or season before before COVID came in, it was just it was so nice to play on such a flat surface, and um, yeah, but. Luckily, Zoopla, you get you get to play at these stadiums, and I think you're just fortunate to, pl- to play at any stadium or any setup that 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 Super League standard. Question number three: Your three favourite players to play with. Um. So one of them were we're back to the Stanley days. It's called Rachel Barker. Um. She don't play at the moment. Um. But she, her nickname's Crash. Um, so it's pretty self-explanatory. She just used to give ball. Uh, she just used to run through everyone, to bulldoze everyone. Um, and you know, she was just there. Like she, she played eighty minutes a game, um, and you know, she just used to just plow through everyone. And it was literally like I give it ball inside me, and I just used to sit. And this is I shouldn't have done this, but I used to sit back in awe and just watch her, just literally run through everyone. And it was just, she was just like the maddest player in. Like even tackling people, she just just pick people. We just dump them up for it. We're literally the funniest thing you used to watch playing rugby. Um, so she's up in there, the top three. Um, Liv Wood, um, one of the most underrated players out there. Um, absolute workhorse. You give her a ball and she'll just do it. You know, you're in a tackle with her, she'll put she'll pull away. Um, another she second row, she plays eighty minutes and she just will not give up. I don't even know where she gets her strength from. Um, but one of the most underrated players I've ever, I've ever known and she don't get the recognition she deserves. Um, 
And another one uh, would be, I'm trying to think, Jodie Davis at Stanley again. She's absolutely mental. She looks the best tackler I've ever seen. Um, like she'll pick people up and just dunk them. Or just dunk them. She don't even care. And I just don't even know where... I'd love to tackle like that. Um, but yeah, most of them are from Stanley days and them them three there absolutely stick in my mind and I'd love to be playing with them rather than against them, let's put it that way. <laughs> so, final question. The three players you least look forward to playing against? <laughs> um... One of them definitely has got to be Andrea Dobson. Um, every time we used to have a fixture coming up with Fev, we used to dread it. Uh, she, you knew she, she was just going to, she was going to be tough and she was going to be hard. And if you, you, you run a ball and you look up and you see Andrea Dobson in front of you, you literally your heart sinks. <laughs> you don't, you don't know what day you're going to wake up on. Let's be honest. And she's um, the exact, exact, exact so, opposite off the field as well. I feel she's <laughs> like the nicest person ever. I know. It's like you can have a conversation with her off the pitch, but on the pitch, yeah, you, you want to avoid her at all costs or any meter on that pitch. You just don't want to run her at all. Um, second person, Tara Stanley. Um, the shadow. Yeah, her her step is unreal. You know it's coming, right? And you still can't do nothing about it. And you'll if you're flat footed, she's run round you. If you're not flat footed, she's run round you. And you you just can't stop it, and you, you just. It's just a nightmare to, to play against or even to defend against. Um, and third one, I'm going to say Amy Arcastle. Um, I remember <laughs> we were playing in a fight. It when Stanley played Bradford and it was, I can't remember what state, it was at um, Widnes Stadium, where we you know, on the artificial pitch. And um, <laughs> she, she run ball in and Lauren Gregory were on twilight and she just literally stood flat-footed and Amy Arcastle just literally knocked her over, like knocked her flying, and I thought that I would not want to be that player in front of Amy Arcastle. Luckily, I've had the the, the opportunity to play with her. Um, but every time we used to play against Bradford or like Bradford against Bradford Thunderbirds, like I just no, just wouldn't want to run in at me at all. Uh, her strength is unbelievable. Well, there we are, nearly at the end. What are you looking forward to this year? Um, just meeting up with, with girls again, getting out there as a group. Um, at the moment, just doing Zoom Zoom sessions and and obviously what, seeing what everyone's hard work's put to rest and hopefully trying to get some game time at the end of the season and obviously the World Cup's coming up. Um, so that's going to be massive for us to see how what work's being put in behind closed doors at the moment. Um, so that's exciting to see to the lead up to that and just ultimately getting any game time. Like Everyone's struggling with COVID at the moment and, yeah, just... Just getting together with the girls, getting that morale back up. At the moment, we've got a really good group, um, uh, yeah, and just and just having some fun and getting back to enjoying rugby ultimately. So, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to before you go? <laughs> um, obviously, I want to give Christian a, a big shout out at Bradford. Um, he's, been, he's been a massive help recently, um, checking in on players and um, setting everyone's paces within the group, giving each other uh, people challenges. Um, Mark and Chris as well, uh, sticking by as, as coaches. I mean, it's not tough for them. Uh, it's not easy for him, sorry. It's been quite tough. Um, and, and basically keeping him, putting us through his paces throughout this lockdown to make sure that we're the fittest and strongest that we can do for when Super League returns. Perfect. So, thank you and good night. Cheers.